Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And if we sound a little bit different, it's because one of our microphones stopped working. And no, so we're sharing one. No, it's never worked. It's never worked. So yeah. we're sharing one. So that's maybe why, we sound better. <laughs> well, that's why Elizabeth has always sounded way clearer than I have. And I've always noticed it. But I'm like, am I just crazy? But no, it's just because apparently if you use these microphones, if you have two of the same ones, it won't recognize both of them. It'll just recognize the one you plugged in most recently. So... That's fun. I don't know why we bought two microphones. <laughs> anyway. So maybe we think, well, you're the, one of the cheapest ones. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, anyway, this week, I finally did it, y'all. I watched Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. This is something that plagued my childhood. Because <laughs> I fucking hate vampires. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I've always just had, like, a fear of vampires. I didn't really, like, realize it. Until I was a senior in high school and I was watching One Tree Hill and the song, because I would I would like keep a list of like songs that came on the show that I really liked, because One Tree Hill had a very good soundtrack, and the song came on. I was like, oh, like I kind of like the song, so I added it to my playlist and I was listening to it and I looked at the lyrics and I found out that it wasn't just a love song. It was about like a vampire wanting to bite this girl and like live with her forever. And I was like, I'm not gonna listen to this song anymore. <laughs> and then I was like. Am I still scared of vampires? (laughs) And then looking back, yes, I am. Um, When I was in kindergarten, I was scared of the hex girls because they had fangs. Uh, When I was in first grade, we had the option to make a craft of a Frankenstein or a Dracula, and I didn't know what a Dracula was, so I chose Frankenstein. And then whenever I saw the other kids' projects of a Dracula, I remember thinking, oh, I'm glad I didn't choose that. Um, There was also an episode of That's a Raven whenever, like, she had fangs for some reason. That terrified me. Um, I remember when I was a junior in high school, and I was watching Supernatural, and I got, like, the first episode with vampires. I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't watch this. But it was fine. Um, And for those of you asking, no, I was never scared of Twilight. I probably would have been, maybe, but I was a little bit older at that point, and I was mostly not interested in it because I was not interested in, like, young adult romances. The ones that were, like, specifically romances. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I love Twilight back in its heyday, and I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, big fan of that. Um, Yeah, I mean, Twilight was really what introduced me to it, but I didn't really have, like, an aversion to it before. This movie did kind of scare me, but I think it's more just because, like, Dimitri, the main character, is, like, predatory, and, like, I don't know, I don't like that. It's not really the vampire part that scared me. Well, for me, it was, like, it was a lot about the fangs. I don't know why. But, like, in the, like, commercials for it, whenever they'd show him, like, in the window, like, like, that scared me. Yeah, it wasn't even that. like, I hated whenever commercials came on. I was like, oh, no, because it scared me so much. Well, I do remember, so, whenever we were in grade school, at the Scholastic Book Fair, they used to sell these books, and they were called Coke or Pepsi. Do you remember those? It was, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was, like, a thing where you would, like, fill out your preference and like yeah, all this like stuff. Yeah, like this or that. Yeah, and one of the pages, one of them was like, you could fill in the blank, and one of them was like, your favorite movie, I don't remember what I put, but then for my least favorite movie, I put Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire <laughs> because it was scary, but yeah. I was scared of this as a kid too, but not for like the vampire reasons, just for other reasons. Well, I never watched it because I was so scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, who do we got in Mom's Got a Date oh with a Vampire? Oh my god, Queen Caroline Ray, Aunt Hilda herself. Oh my Wait. god, when you look up Aunt Hilda now, now it's the one from The Chilling Adventures Boo. of Sabrina, and like, I tried to watch that show and I got bored, so I didn't keep watching it. I watched it. it the first season, but I was like, this is dumb, and I stopped watching yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sorry, Sabrina the Teenage Witch I do like Kieran Shipka, the lead actress, but the show is just dumb. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original, is Melissa better. Joan Hart, we love you. My Sabrina. 
My, <laughs> not my Sabrina. <laughs> um, we also have Mr. Sheffield from The Nanny. I was a big fan of The Nanny. I still am, but they did, it's nowhere to watch anymore. Yeah, it was play. on Nick at Night. I don't think it's on Nick at Night anymore. Nick at Night even exist? Uh, I don't know. Um, we also have Lizzie McGuire's dad, Mr. McGuire. That's what I called him like the entire time. <laughs> uh, AKA Robert Carradine of the famed Carradine family. They were like actors. I did a report on um, his brother for film arts when I was when we were seniors in high school. His uh, brother was in. He was like most famous for like the Kill Bill movies. He died of, like, accidental erotic asphyxiation. Uh, you can look it up yourself. <laughs> but I had to report on that to, like, my high school class. <laughs> uh, we also have Gary Giggles from Spy Kids. Yeah, he's played by Matt O'Leary. Uh, Jake Epstein, Epstein, I don't know, is in this again. No relation, I don't think. <laughs> um, he is the one from Degrassi. He's Craig. He was in Quince. And what was I going to say? Also, Mr. McGuire was Mr. Keeble in Max Keeble's oh, yeah. Big Move. That's right. I can't believe that he's not the most famous. He's Mr. McGuire. <laughs> it's Mr. Sheffield. And no, Anne I, no, no, no. I'm talking about because you said his siblings were famous. Oh, yeah. Well, probably because they're, like, famous in, like, real Hollywood. And this is, like, children's Hollywood. Well, he made a more lasting impact. I don't know who his <laughs> brothers are, so. Well, I only know the one that I did report on. I know there's others. I know they were, like, a thing. I don't know them, so. Um, we also have Laura Vandervoort. She was in Alley Cat Strike. She played, like, the popular girl. Yeah. And Miles Jeffrey, who was in Stepsister from Planet Weird. Yeah, and um, the guy who played the bouncer at the bar was in Glee. I don't know who he was, <laughs> but I thought that you would mention that, but you didn't. I didn't. I don't know who he is. I didn't watch Glee enough. He, I think know he was one of the parents. Was? Mr. Mentenka or something. I'm guessing he was a teacher at McKinley High. Could be. I don't know. I he wasn't. Know. He wasn't just like a guest role. Like it was like multiple. Episodes, oh, maybe he was like sure. someone's parent. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. But yeah, there were no people in seventh heaven. Mm. So disappointing. Um. Okay. Let's start. So we open on a horse and buggy riding up to a castle at night with ominous music in the background. Um. A man and woman walk out of the buggy, and this man says, "Welcome to the castle of Count Klesky." <laughs> And I just want to say that, like, this portrayal of Dracula, I took a horror film class, and we watched the original Dracula. No, that did not scare me, but I was worried about it going in. <laughs> we did watch the Ex Exorcist, and that fucking terrified me. That's a different story. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, like, dra like, like, stereotypical Dracula portrayal of, like, the really thick accent and, like, the drawing out of the words, the, like, whole suit, that's based on the acting of the guy who played the original Dracula, which is Bela Lugosi. So, like, all those, like, stereotypes you've seen, that all comes from this one guy who played the original Dracula. Like, none of that existed before that. Just want to point that out. Um, so this other man walks over and he says, release her, you monster. Uh, she can't hear him because Maria is under the vampire's trance. Um, the man beckons her, and she eventually breaks from the trance because their love is more powerful than a vampire's powers. Well, yeah, and the vampire is like, oh, true love? True love? <laughs> yeah, that's not a good accent. <laughs> but the vampire tells them to listen to the night, and there's, like, um, werewolves howling. But at this time, we also hear a phone ring, and then we zoom out. We realize we were watching a we TV watching show a the entire time. Wow. And so we see a girl, we see a kid watching on the couch, like, 
uh, sitting on the couch watching the TV, and then the sister comes, picks up the phone, she, like, stares at her brother and glares at him, and she mutes the TV, and he's all annoyed, because he's like, no, this is revenge of dead And the sister is talking on the phone to Peter. Peter. We'd never meet Peter. I don't think he's real. But she's well, like, oh, <laughs> I love Peter. Um, and so the brother starts quoting the movie to his sister. And it's something about, like, I will get my revenge and blah, 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 <laughs> as it's muted. Um, and then there's a younger brother who's watching from behind the couch. And he is scared of this, obviously. That's that would have been me. That's why he's hiding behind the couch. I probably just would have, like, left the room and started crying. <laughs> yeah. So then mom gets home. And she's annoyed with Adam. And she turns off the TV. She's like, you need to stop watching these movies. You're scaring your little brother. And then she tells the sister to get off the phone until after their homework is done. So Taylor is scared of monsters. And Adam tells mom that... Watching this scary movie should help him face his fears. He thought that would be a good idea. (laughs) And so mom tells them to, like, okay, whatever, do your homework. Adam goes to his room, and his room is just a shrine to, like, mostly vampires, but also some other just, like, mythical creatures, like, monsters. Like, yeah. Like, okay, we learned about this in my horror movie class back in, like, the 80s. There was, like, this whole thing of, like, kids who were really interested in, like, monsters and, like, monster movies. There was, like, this whole, like like, cult, like, comic book series. My teacher mentioned that, like, Steven Spielberg was, like, a part of this little, like, cult movement. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> no, not Steven Spielberg. Oh. That's Stephen King. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so he re- he opens this magazine, which is basically, like, the National Enquirer. Um, he logs, he opens uh, on this article of this vampire hunter, and he logs on to MalachiVanHelsing.com. And his his homepage says, like, Malachi Van Helsing, Vampire Hunter. And also in the original Dracula, um, Van Helsing is the name of the vampire hunter who defeats Dracula. Wow. Uh, Mom comes in, and she's holding Dad's wedding invitation, and she's, like, kind of nervous, like, trying to talk to him about it. But Adam is just like, that's Dad's wedding, wedding invitation, we all know. And she was, like, really nervous about telling them because, like, her parents, like, they're divorced and, like, she didn't know how they were going to deal with it. But he's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, we get it. Um, so at school. <clears throat> well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Back during that conversation, like, mom is kind of disappointed because she's like, oh, like, you guys already know this stuff. I don't know. She just feels, like, weird that her ex-husband is, like, moving on and stuff. And she feels kind of, like, in the same place that she was before. And Adam can kind of tell that mom is upset because whenever she leaves, he says, mom, you're still the bomb. Oh. And she's like, is that good? <laughs> but I just wanted to mention that. So, yeah, the next day at school, Adam's talking to his friend, which is Craig from Degrassi. His name in this movie is Duffy. And he asks him about the Harvest Festival on Saturday. Not the Pawnee Harvest Festival. It's a different one. No. <laughs> we don't know where this takes place, but not Pawnee. <laughs> not Pawnee. No. <laughs> and so... Leslie Nope would not let a vampire in her town. <laughs> no. But Adam, Adam's like, well, the, whatever it's called, what are, the Headless the Horseman, headless horseman concert is already sold out, so what's the point of going? And Adam's like, or Duffy's like, oh, did I not mention that my brother works at the radio station and he might be able to get us tickets? And Adam's like, you didn't mention that, now we gotta go. And, he, and Duffy keeps saying, like, it's just a maybe, and that's it. So they go to class, and the teacher is like, okay, class, we had essays due today. Who wants to read their essay? And everyone in the class, except for Adam, raises their hand, which is not realistic. That would never happen. Never, ever in anyone's life would that happen. Cool. 
I want to know if you were asked to read your essay out loud and you voluntarily raised your hand at the first instance. Well, I do, like, okay, it would have been one thing if, like, if, like, you no knew, one said anything, and or, then you just, like, raised your hand out of, like, okay, I guess I'll go. Well, no, if it's, like, if you all have to read your essays, you know. Oh, yeah. Because if you all have to read your essays, like, I might as well just get it done, like, quick. But if it's not like that, like, I would never voluntarily choose to read my essay in front of a class. Also, this is a who I admire most essay. Do you ever have to write one of those? Uh, yeah, in, uh, not film arts, in Drama Essentials. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. You did, too. We yeah, had to I take did. that class. Yeah, I did. Everyone cried whenever they gave theirs. Yeah. Okay, everyone talks not. to... Everyone from your class did that. I took it freshman year. No one in my class cried. We I don't know like, why. I was a sophomore. It was, like, half sophomores, and then... You know, it was mostly sophomores, because I was a sophomore at the time. Yeah. And, like, everyone cried while they did this. Yeah, me and then our friend Sarah, we were the only ones from our grade in our class, and no one in our class, like, cried or got um, weird. Well, I didn't cry. <laughs> Apparently, everyone in your class is always crying. I love you, Grandpa, crying. but I did not cry when I talked about <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't even remember who I chose. But yeah, that's what the essay was supposed to be. The teacher picks on Adam because he's the only one who didn't raise his hand. And apparently this is like a habit that he has. And so she's like, Adam, why don't you read your paper? So he goes up to the new the podium and he starts um, he reading. He pulls out his National Enquirer yeah, magazine. he's just reading from it. Because we saw him pull out a like, piece of paper earlier, but it's literally just like a sentence and that's it. So he didn't read that. He just starts reading the newspaper article and he talks about this vampire hunter. Van Helsing. Yeah, and so the teacher in the class just kind of laugh at him, and the teacher's like, what, like, I don't know. She just, like, asked him, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? And they just kind of laugh at him for using the weekly secret. That's what the yeah. <laughs> newspaper is called. And so after class, he's talking. He doesn't really, like, get in trouble for it. The teacher is just kind that of, like. in school. Yeah. The teacher, just, yeah, they don't do anything, like, to him at school. Yeah, so after class, he's walking with his friend, Duffy. And Duffy's like, just because you read something in the weekly secret doesn't make it true. And the, or it doesn't. Just because you read something in the Weekly Secret doesn't make it not true, is what he said. And then Duffy's like, you're an idiot. Like, no, it's dumb. <laughs> so they're talking about fake news, but, like, real fake news like way back the then. the National Enquirer. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying because, like, as a communications major. <laughs> I'm a communications <laughs> major. Well, yeah, but we had to take classes about, like, hey, like, listen. Media literacy. Yeah, and people don't. So good for them for knowing that at 12 years old. Um, yeah, so, and then Duffy tells him that he couldn't get tickets to the Headless Horseman, but he got backstage passes. Oh my god. Hey. So, Adam writes home, mom is, like, counting muddy, like, taxes at the table or something with one of those, like, muddy counter things. Yeah, it's the calculators that have the, with like, the, roll of paper yeah. on them. I don't know. Uh, mom, uh, knows what happened in history class and yells at Adam, and he's grounded for the weekend for not doing his homework. Which means he will miss the concert and the backstage passes. Uh, Chelsea, the older sister, is standing right there and she says, Enjoy your weekend, dweeb. And for that comment, she also gets grounded, which is very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then uh, Adam comes back and he tries to like pitch scheduling his grounding to be like, He's like, What if I'm grounded for all of next week, but I get to do this this weekend? And mom's like, No, that's not how it works. <laughs> And so Chelsea complains after she gets grounded because she's like, I have a date with Peter. And mom's like, maybe you guys will learn how to get along this weekend and then we won't have to do this again. And do your homework. Yeah. And so. Uh, yeah. So Adam is in his room. He's reading the National Enquirer again. 
Uh, Chelsea walks in, and Adam says if they can get Mom on a date tomorrow night, then they can sneak out. So they're looking through the personal ads. Well, and Chelsea's night. like, I don't know about that. Mom hasn't dated since Dad, like, all yeah. this stuff. And Adam's like, let's look at these personal ads, because that's a good idea. That's how we'll <laughs> find someone for Mom. Okay, these are personal. Okay, think about, like, personal ads in the National Enquirer looking for a date. But he... <laughs> But Adam, yeah, Chelsea's like, I don't know. And Adam's like, oh, they're all, like, the newspaper checks them or whatever or something like that. Yeah. Um, so they look, they look for one. Chelsea reads the first one and it says, caring, thoughtful male, 40, great sense of humor, refined taste, easygoing, and currently incarcerated. <laughs> so, scratch that one off the list. So then Adam reads one and he says, continental gentleman, handsome, debonair, suave, enjoys long strolls beneath a full moon, Loves adventure, travel, wild animals. Women who long for romantic nights that will never end. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Sounds like a certain monster that we know. But because they're not thinking about this, Chelsea, a romantic at heart, is like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, and, so, and then this guy also is looking for a delicate flower just waiting to blossom. He hates Italian food and turtlenecks. Oh. His name is... His email is wolfsbane at netherlink.row. I don't know what kind of website row is. I don't know. I don't know what was happening in the early 2000s. Yeah, and they email him, like, as the kids. They don't even, like, pretend to be mom. Well, yeah. Well, and the sister, again, is like, should we really be emailing some random stranger from the newspaper? (laughs) And Adam's just like, it's just an email. What bad thing could happen? So many things. So, yeah, they send an email. At least he's, like, only a vampire. Like, (laughs) that's, like, your best case. They send an email, and like you said, they're, like, not even trying to hide the fact that they're trying to set up their mom. They're like, hey, our mom is going to be at the supermarket. Yeah, like, meet us there so we can see if you're sketchy, is basically what they say. And so, um... So, we see, um, this, like, ominous living room. A fire, like, immediately burns in the fireplace. And there's, like, a little, you've got mail ding, but not the traditional. random computer on the table, and it says, you've got mail. We see this co- this giant coffin in the middle of the room open, and a hand in a fluffy white shirt, like a pirate shirt, reaches out to read the message, and we hear maniacal laughter. Oh. So, at dinner, um, Adam and Chelsea basically manipulate Mom to go to the supermarket. They're like, we want pancakes. Remember when we were a family and we ate pancakes? They had chocolate chips, and Mom's like, we don't have chocolate chips. So she feels bad. Yeah, because <laughs> they're like, we just missed when we were all together, and we felt like a family, and yeah. Mom's like, oh my god, my ex-husband is getting married, and now my kids don't love me. Right, so she's like, I gotta get chocolate chips at the supermarket Yeah, get pancakes. So the entire family goes to the grocery store to get these chocolate chips. I don't know why she did that, because if they were grounded, they could have just stayed home. Right, but I don't. whatever. <laughs> yeah, so Mom and Taylor, the little brother, go off to get the chocolate chips, and Adam and Chelsea split up to look for Wolfbane. Uh, we see this man in a trench, in a long trench coat and a hat walked in, and he's, like, you know, mysterious. So we're immediately like, oh, is that Wolfbane? It's Mr. McGuire. It's Mr. Um, McGuire. <laughs> he also says, come to Papa, yeah, as he um, walks in. <laughs> so this man follows Mom and Taylor, like, throughout the store, and Adam and Chelsea see him, and they're like, oh, like, that must be Wolfbane. But at this moment, this other man runs a grocery cart into mom's grocery cart and okay this is mr sheffield and he's wearing he's wearing like this really baggy like 90s jeans and like new balance tennis shoes but he also has this denim shirt that's like unbuttoned like down to his stomach and like this tight tank top underneath (laughs) and like honestly if i were if i were mom i'd be like oh okay i'm 
this guy's flirting with me. Well, and immediately he starts flirting with her. Because right. he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he right. has like, his I'm accent. Playing, Mom. He I, has his accent. He has his accent. It's fucking Mr. Sheffield, right? <laughs> I don't blame Mom one bit. Right, and so Adam immediately tries to stop them because he doesn't think that this is Wolfbane, but Chelsea can obviously see that they're flirting, and he and she's like, just let it play out. Like, let's just see what right. happens. His name is Dimitri Dentatos, I think. Yeah. He's uh, in town restoring this old house down by the lake, and Adam's like, oh, that house is supposed to be haunted. Uh, he's a trauma specialist in the ER. Um, uh, and then we cut to the man in the long trench coat taking a call outside, and he's like, um... Uh, I, I think it's here. I'm looking for it. My radar reads it's at this location. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dimitri asks mom to dinner for tomorrow night, and she says yes. Um, Taylor, they all walk outside, and um, Taylor walks up behind the man in the trench coat who's on the phone, and the man says, there's a vampire in that market, and I'm going to find him. And then Taylor looks over, and he sees Dimitri walking into the alley, like, by the supermarket, he throws his groceries aside and turns into a bat. Um, and he immediately hears, uh, like, mom playing in his head, I'm sick of hearing about vampires because he, like, watched that movie and, like, since the movie, Taylor's been like, oh, there's a vampire here, there's monsters here. Yeah. And mom's just like, shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they get back home, uh, the whole family, and Chelsea and Adam both call, like, their respective plans people. (laughs) And so Adam's like, oh, like, I can go to the concert, blah, 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 blah. And then Duffy's like, oh, sorry, I gave up the pass to Boomer, which is, like, I guess one of their friends, but not really. I don't know. It's weird. And then, yeah. And so somehow they meet up with Boomer at a diner, even though he's grounded. Big plot hole here. And so Boomer is apparently, like, two years older than them, and I guess, like, their only other friend. And they're like, they're like, oh, like, why did you give it to Boomer? And he's like, well, you couldn't go. And he's like, okay, well, I want it back. And Boomer's like, okay, well, I want something in return. So he brought some, like, magazine or, like, I don't know, something to try and trade with him. Yeah, and Boomer was uninterested. And he's like, I only want one thing. And he's like, I want to date with your sister. No, Adam is like, Adam is like, well, I know that you happen to have a crush on my sister, so if I can get you a date with my sister, will you give me the ticket? Well, and he's like, okay, fine, but I want it to be a real date. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. And he's like, yeah, like, going to the movies and then coming here for dinner. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And then he's like, and I want to kiss at the end of the night. And for, like, a half a second, Adam's, like, thinks about it, and he's like, yeah, that's fine. And he's like, on the lips. And again, Adam's like, yeah, whatever. Just whoring out his sister. That's fine. No big deal. <laughs> And so... Uh, so Adam rides home on his bike. Taylor is on the front porch. And Taylor starts asking Adam about vampires. Um, and Adam says that uh, vampires uh, pick a girl and they put her in a trance um, to, like, be his, like, I don't know, vampire queen or whatever. And only true love can save her. Uh, to stop a vampire, you don't invite him into the house. Uh, you stake him in the heart or you steal his coffin or you can find a vampire hunter like Van Helsing. Um, Taylor tells A, like, what he saw, that he saw Dimitri turn into a bat, but A is like, okay, whatever, I don't believe you. Um, so at night, Taylor reads Adam's, uh, magazine with his, again, the magazine with the feature on Van Helsing, uh, as mom gets ready for her date. Dimitri shows up at the house. Um, a fancy sports car. Yeah, uh, Adam and Chelsea answer the door, and Dimitri stands outside, and it isn't until Adam says, why are you sitting outside? Come on in. Well, and they also make a dramatic thing of, like, he looks down at the threshold, and so Adam's like, oh, like, come on in, or whatever, and so Dimitri, like, has this little smirk, and then, like, walks in, 
Uh, the entire time, Taylor is, like, watching from, like, upstairs what's going on, but does not come downstairs. And so, um... Adam they... and Chelsea start calling for mom, but she's not coming down. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea goes upstairs, and mom is very nervous. She's like, I like, I got married, I got divorced, and like, this is what I am now. I, why does he want to date me? It's too late for a second chance. But um, Adam comes up too, and they're like, No, mom, like you're fucking awesome. Like you deserve to be happy. Like go on the date. It's just one date. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not really for her. It's more for their benefit. Yeah. Um, so she goes downstairs, and Dimitri immediately compliments her when she gets there, talks about this romantic date that he has planned, they're gonna go to this restaurant. They're gonna go to dinner at Renfield's. Renfield, in the original Dracula, is the name of Dracula's, like, crazy bug-eating sidekick. Fun. Fun fact. Yeah, so they're gonna go to dinner, and then he has a horse-drawn carriage planned for them, and all this stuff going on. And this just scares mom even more, because she's like, this is, like, too much pressure, I am terrified, she doesn't say any of this, but you can see it in her face. But she's like, well, why don't we just go to the Harvest Festival, it's so much fun! Yeah, and <laughs> Dimitri's like, no, 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 let's just go to dinner, and then after that we can see how we're feeling or whatever. So mom, like, agrees to that. And up upstairs, while this is going on, Taylor is on the phone, and he's, like, talking to the operator, I guess, and he asks for Malachi Van Helsing, the vampire hunter. And so at the car de- – oh, so we cut to the car dealership, and this is Malachi, Mr. McGuire, and he is, like, talking to a salesman. He takes out this rock and, like, throws it on the ground, steps on it, and then you these, like, little fiery footprints pop up. It's, like, this magic thing to, like – reveal it's like whenever you're like dusting for fingerprints <laughs> you're smoking for vampire footprints yeah that are well and important. first of all the sales guy's just like what the fuck is going on and he's like did you sell a car to like this guy today and the guy just like tells him all about it i guess it's not like a medical thing so i guess that doesn't have the same amount like of confidentiality a lot of car dealerships i mean unless you're talking to the police well, like, keep that confidential. I don't know. It was the it year was 2000. Really shitty car dealer. Yeah, and so the guy was like, oh, yeah, he bought this car. He bought it in red, all this stuff. Um, and so... So Van Helsing uh, goes back to his car. He looks at his cell phone, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he sees that he has one missed call, which is the call from Taylor. Yeah. So um, Adam and Chelsea are getting ready for their nights out, but they look out the window and they see, they hear the garage door open and they see Taylor leaving on his bike. Taylor's like eight years old, right? Yeah, and Taylor yells to them like, I'm gonna go save mom. Yeah. And so they're like, what the fuck are we gonna do? We can't let our eight-year-old brother just like go off on his own. Yeah, and they're like, and if mom sees him, then she'll, like, she'll definitely come home and we can't go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they both decide to go catch him. And um, Okay, they also say at this point that they have half an hour to get back if they want to do what they're trying to do tonight. So just keep that in mind, because I have a bone to pick with this movie. <laughs> So, so yeah. back at dinner, um, mom is basically like, why do you want to date me? Like, I'm a divorced, like, single mother of three. Like, I don't think I'm Yeah, well, that. and she's like, I think you have the wrong woman. And she's basically just, like, saying that she's not and good she's enough like, for him. She's like, you don't know me. And he's like, I may not know you, but I know who you could be. Which is weird, but yeah, we all know like, what he means. And he's like, that's what tonight could be about or whatever. And so Mom is still, like, unconvinced of all of this, but she feels, like, a little bit more settled, I guess. Right. Taylor arrives on Main Street, where they said they were going. Um, he passes by a movie theater that's playing The Lost Boys, which is a vampire movie, and Halloween, which is about Halloween and murder. Um, Taylor is outside the restaurant. Um, he tries to get Mom's attention through the window, but Adam and Chelsea grab him. They arrive. And they still don't believe him. Taylor is persistent, so Adam decides to go in with him to see if uh, Dimitri is a vampire for himself, because he is the vampire expert. 
So Taylor and Adam walk up to Mom and Dimitri's table, mm -hmm. and Adam is just like, "Listen, Taylor is so scared. We have to. Can we just like please prove that Dimitri's not a vampire so that we can like get this over with?" And Mom, like Mom, is like very understanding, obviously, mm -hmm. and Dimitri's also understanding. So, um... Dimitri is the one who comes up with this idea of a spoon test. Yeah, and Adam, like, doesn't really know what, like, proclaimed vampire expert. Mm -hmm. uh, he, like, doesn't really know, he, like, pretends to know what he's talking about. So the spoon test is that a vampire can't, like, hang a spoon from his nose. And Adam's just like, yeah, okay. And they say that if he does, he'll, like, blow up into a million pieces. So, so he, like, grabs a spoon and he, like does this whole thing of like acting it out and he's like well what if i am a vampire blah, blah blah and he puts it on his nose and he doesn't explode to a million pieces so the whole family just like laughs and they're like oh look at that he's not a vampire taylor still seems a little unconvinced but he's like okay well i promised that i'd go home if this didn't work so i guess i'll go home now yeah so, so they turn adam and taylor turn around and there's a mirror on the wall of the restaurants like many restaurants have and adam notices that mom shows up in the mirror, but Dimitri does not. It looks like mom is sitting at a table with no one, and he looks back at Dimitri, who smiles at them with fangs, and he looks back to the mirror, and no one's there. Mm -hmm. And Adam's like, spoon test isn't real. He did that so we could avoid, like, all stereotypical vampire things, like garlic or... Yeah. Well, and earlier, while they're at dinner, like, the waitress is like, oh, you want some garlic bread? And he's like, no. So... <sighs> Why would you... Yeah, if I was if I was mom, I'd be like first red flag right there. Right, like, you don't want garlic bread. <laughs> like if you don't want garlic bread, that's fine, but don't say that I don't want garlic bread. Right, you didn't even ask if she wanted appetizers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they leave, and uh, Chelsea and Adam go to take Taylor home. The babysitter is waiting, and as soon as he gets inside, Adam turns to Chelsea and he's like, "We have to go back." And Chelsea's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Dimitri really is a vampire." And Chelsea is super unconvinced, but she's like. Adam's like, no, like, we literally have to do this. Like, he's a vampire. I saw it. I promise. All this stuff. And at and first, so she, she just kind of, like, goes along with it. Just kind of like, I mean, I guess, okay, but, like, you're kind of worrying me, so I'm going to come with you. Yeah. And so they, right? Mom, yeah, Mom and Dad leave the restaurant, and Adam and Chelsea are there to follow them. Um, Van Helsing shows up at uh, the family home. Mm -hmm. Taylor meets him at the door and invites him in. The babysitter just, like, doesn't give well, yeah. a shit. That was another thing that I thought was kind of weird. So Van Helsing doesn't, like, come in on his own either. He does the same thing where he kind of, like, looks at the threshold. So I thought there may be something going on there because Taylor invites him in and then he does come in. But they never, like, went more into that. So I guess not. But Yeah, but the babysitter literally doesn't give a shit that this 8-year-old child is inviting a grown man in a trench coat and a fedora into the house. Well, and she also had just told him to go to bed, but, you know, it's fine. Right. So they start talking, and uh, Taylor tells the whole story about how they went to go see if he was a vampire, but he's not a vampire because they did the spoon test, and he didn't blow up, and Malachi, or Van Helsing, just, like, looks at him, and he's like, oh, no, the spoon test wasn't real. I have to he's go. Like, That's why Adam and Chelsea went back. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor asks to go with him, but he says no, and then he leaves, and the babysitter is just, like, standing there watching, like, sitting there watching all this. Well, she's she also, like, she does, like, a disapproving, like, shake of her head about, like, the whole vampire hunter thing, but that's really, like, it. Yeah. And then he leaves. Um, so Dimitri and Mom are walking downtown or whatever. Yeah, and the entire time Dimitri's like, oh, let's go back to my place or something, and she's like, let's just go for a walk, because again, Mom right. is still, like, very uncomfortable about this whole thing, she doesn't really know how she feels, she's just trying she's to, like, like feel we, it out. you said we're gonna go dancing, and so they stumble upon this dance club that Mom, uh, 
as we learned, like, used to frequent back in the day. She's like, oh, like, it's still here. Like, let's go in. You're like, rockabilly music, which is, like, like a 50s, like, sock hop kind of. And so uh, they go inside. Adam follows Adam follows them inside. Chelsea stays outside. Well, Adam and Chelsea go into the back alley because they see them go in and they can't just, like, go through the front door because I'm sure that there's at least an 18, like, year old limit. So they go to the alley and Adam just somehow opens the open back door and (laughs) sneaks in with, in quotation marks. So uh, Mom and Dimitri are dancing and Dimitri is, like, dancing a lot for someone who doesn't like any of this going on. It's really weird. And his facial facial expressions, though, you can tell he's not happy. Yeah, and so as Adam comes in, he sees Mom Mom is standing by herself, like, dancing. Dimitri is over at the bar, like, getting drinks. And so Adam goes up to this, like, random dude, and he basically just tells him, like, oh, some people over there said that you can't dance. And the guy's like, I can dance. And he's like, well, see that lady over there? She's not dancing anyone. I bet you could dance with her. Like, I don't really know what his plan was with that. But he sends a guy over, and the guy asks Mom to dance. But as he does this, Dimitri comes back over. And so Mom is like, oh, like, would you mind if I dance with this guy? He just asked me to dance. And Dimitri's like, oh, that would be fine except this guy is leaving and then he like looks at him and the guy gives him like a confused look for a second and then just like mysteriously like floats away like he just like is pushed backward basically by no reason except for the force of Dimitri and so so that plan didn't work yeah Um, mom and Dimitri continue to dance Adam goes up and says something to the band but we don't really know what because we cut to Van Helsing in his car and Taylor pops up in the back seat. He's stowed away in the car. Mm-hmm. And after, like, arguing for a little bit, Van Helsing finally agrees to let him come along. Um, so back at the club, the band stops, and they start um, saying something into the microphone. They're saying, so back in the day, there was this girl group. They sing and dance here. and they, It's like, the Cowgirl Blues. The Cowgirl Blues. They rock the place. And we have an original member here tonight. Mm-hmm. And they call out Mom, and they're like, could you come up and, like, sing us a song? Well, and while this is happening, Dimitri is trying to, like, get them to leave. Like, he's, yeah. like, they're in the process of leaving whenever they do this. And so Mom's like, oh, I guess I have to go up there and sing a song. <laughs> She's very excited. So she goes up on stage, and she starts singing. Um, while this is happening... Dimitri is not impressed. Like, what a fucking well, dick. Yeah, well, and he's looking at his watch. He wants to leave, obviously. And but so- she is living her best life. I love this scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Mom is singing. While this is happening, Adam is standing by, like, a bouncer. And the bouncer is like, hey, you are not 18. You need to leave. And he's like, well, this is my mom singing. And he's like, okay, well, that's great, but you still can't be he's here. He's like, oh, like, that's your mom? Like, she's like, she's so cool. Like, I love the girl, cowgirl blues or whatever. Yeah. And but he also says, like, you still can't be here. And he's like, yeah. well, I need to be here for protection. And he's like, you see that guy over there? And he points to Dimitri. He's like, that guy's been stalking my mom. And, like, I just think that she needs help or whatever. And so the bouncer is like, I'll take care like, of this. Anything for this girl. Yeah. And so he, like, goes over and he gets like his other bouncer friends and they like pick him pick Dimitri up physically and throw him (laughs) out into the alley at this point Chelsea is still in the alley like she was talking on the phone and she sees this all happen so she's hiding behind like this door so that Dimitri doesn't see her he gets thrown into their bikes and then he picks up one of their bikes and like breaks it in half with his hands and so she's like oh shit, this is not good. (laughs) And so as this is happening, he's like trying to figure out what he's going to do next. She like looks over at him as he like, I think his like fangs come out or something comes out where she like is like, oh, maybe he is a vampire. And they kind of make eye contact, but he doesn't ever like do anything about it. Yeah. So at this point, he starts walking up the wall sideways. So he like is able to like, like his walk. feet are like on this vertical wall. I yeah, we're walking on the ground. If you've ever seen the commercials, this is in the commercials, so <laughs> you'd probably recognize it. 
And so Chelsea's like, oh shit, this is not good. Um, inside, by the time mom finishes her song, Adam feels good because he's like, oh, Dimitri got kicked out. We're going to be fine. But Dimitri walks up on stage and like, and, like escorts mom off. Stage. Yeah. And so Adam's like, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. So Adam meets Chelsea outside and Chelsea like finally believes that like this is a problem. He is a vampire. Yeah. Um, they find that Dimitri broke their bikes and they see um, his car like uh, riding down the street with mom inside. Mm hmm. Um, so mom is like, oh, like, that's, like, so fun. And Dimitri's like, well, why don't we go somewhere quiet? And mom's like, no, I know where we're gonna go next. <laughs> yeah, and mom is talking about, like, how she's having such a good night. So Adam and Chelsea are trying to decide how they're gonna go, like, where they went and how they're gonna get there because their bikes are broken. Chelsea says that they'd probably go somewhere mom wanted to go because guys would do anything for <laughs> girls. And so Chelsea's like, the Harvest Festival. Mom wanted to go there. So they call Boomer, who, like, Duffy, Boomer, and his brother all come and pick them up, which this is, again, where the timeline comes into place. They said that they needed to get Adam home within 30 minutes so that they could go to their respective dates. But then they go back to, like, wherever the city is. They This has been going on for however long. So the concert would have already been started. His friends would have already been there. But anyway, they come pick them up anyway. They're on their way. And in the car, they explain to him that, like, Oh, Dimitri's a vampire, and his friend, like, doesn't not believe him. This is very common in decoms. Whenever <laughs> they tell their friends these incredibly crazy stories, their friends don't immediately, like, deny them. They're like, I don't really believe you, but I'll go along with it. And so they're telling all of them, they're telling them this, and the guys in the car are like, well, we're still going to go to the concert. And he's like, no, we need to save my mom. Yeah, they, they finally get to the Harvest Festival, and um, Boomer is trying to, like, hit on Chelsea and, like, take her to, like, get a corn dog because mm -hmm. he was promised a date. And this is where um, their, like, deal is revealed that Adam pimped out Chelsea for these backstage passes. So Chelsea gets angry and, like, walks away into the festival. Yeah, she calls him selfish for using her and, like, yeah, goes away. Uh, Adam, like, officially calls off the deal because, like, I don't need these backstage passes anymore. I gotta save my mom from a vampire. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Duffy, like, come on. And Duffy's like, nah, I'm gonna go to the concert. And he's like, but... I need your help, bruh. <laughs> yeah. And so he gets mad and walks off and goes over to Chelsea. Mm -hmm. um, Adam, like, basically apologizes and they make up immediately. Well, he said, when I did this, things were different. I was different. And then Chelsea literally says, that was this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the most realistic thing about this movie, and I love that. But he continues to apologize. He said that he's learned a lot in the past afternoon. Uh, Chelsea says, you're still a dwee, but we gotta save mom. So, Duffy, his brother, and Boomer find Dimitri's car, because in the car they were talking about, oh, he drives a sports car, blah, 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 blah. And we don't really see what happens, they but see we him, see like, them, like, pushing their hands together. Like, like we know mm, that something's going cooking on. Cooking something up. Yeah. And so... Smell what the rocks been cooking. Yeah, so we cut back to Adam and Chelsea. Adam suggests that they split up. Chelsea's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> one of us... dog, if you heard that. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, Chelsea's like, you're an idiot. If we split up, like, one of us is gonna get alone with Dimitri and then we're gonna die. But Adam's like, it's fine. We'll get walkie-talkies. That yeah, sounds so like a steal, good like, idea. They steal, like, the employee walkie-talkies. Um, Chelsea goes up on the Ferris wheel and spots them getting off the scrambler. And Adam's like, oh, okay, I, I see them. I'll go over to them. Well, and while Mom and Dimitri are on the scrambler, Mom is still having a great time. She's living her best life. And Dimitri's just getting, like, more and more annoyed the entire time that this is going on. Yeah, so after they get off the scrambler, Mom tells Dimitri, she's like, I'm having, like, so much fun. I found someone that, like, I'm really connecting with. And Dimitri Dimitri's like, oh, that's great. Like, let's go. And Mom's like, no, not you. She's like, I found me again. Like, I'm having so much fun. I'm, like, doing things that I haven't done in years. It's like I, like, lost myself. And tonight yeah. I'm, like, finally finding myself again. And <laughs> Dimitri's like, what? And she's like, you're really nice, but we're just not clicking. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she basically is just like, it's it's you, not me. But she doesn't, like, say it like that. But at it's this point, me, like. Not, it's not you, it's me. Well, no, like, it is him. Oh. It's her. She loves herself, not him. But uh, Dimitri, like, switches immediately. And, like, I don't know, it's, like, a scary thing to watch, in my opinion. So <laughs> he, he like, gets in well, front he of. He grabs her, like, very menacingly. Yeah, well, he gets in front of her, and he's like, no. And then he's like. Uh, no, I don't think so. We're not doing that. And so mom is like, what are you doing? But he's like holding on to her. Dimitri starts talking about how he hates everything he, they did tonight. He's hungry and tired and it's time to go home. He's like holding on to mom. Mom is like struggling, like trying to get out of his grasp. He's literally like holding like the back of her arms in front of her. And so, um, Adam sees this and he throws a softball at Dimitri and Dimitri like spins around super fast like it's over at Adam like behind him in a second and well he, he spins around and reveals his fangs and they sh- would show that in the commercials and ooh, I hated it <laughs> yeah so he's behind Adam and he's like Adam what are you doing like what what's going on so he like grabs Adam by the ear like he's this fucking like I don't know dad and takes him like over somewhere else and he's like you know what like you're the one who got me involved in this all this stuff and he's like wait you're wolfsbane and he's like yes i'm wolfsbane <laughs> blah, blah 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 and he's like i have your mom under my control and there's nothing you can mom, do about it the whole time is standing in the middle of a crowd doing like perfectly still staring into space yeah because while she was struggling dimitri was like look into my eyes and now she's like in the vampire trance and so, um, yeah, he basically, like, tells Adam to stay away or, like, I'm gonna kill you and everyone else. So, Dimitri takes mom and leaves, and Adam meets up with Chelsea, and he basically, like, gives up. He's like, Yeah, he's just sitting on the picnic bench, like, not doing anything. Chelsea's like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, I don't know. I guess this is it for mom. Right. And Chelsea's like, we're not just gonna give up on mom. You're an idiot. So, Adam is like, okay, well, I guess we should try and go save mom again. And so, they decide that they already know where he lives, and that's probably where they're gonna go. So, Mom and Dimitri... Because he said that earlier whenever he's like, oh, I'm restoring the old house. Bye-bye. Yeah. So, Mom and Dimitri get to the car, and as soon as Dimitri tries to turn on the car, it doesn't work, so we realize that Duffy and Boomer and all of them did help them a little bit by, like, messing with the car in some capacity. Yeah. So, we go back to Van Helsing and Taylor, who have, like, just missed, missed Dimitri and Mom, like, every time they went somewhere. And so, like, you know what? They're probably going back to his house and Taylor tells him like oh like he lives like down where the old big houses are by the lake I just don't know which one mm-hmm. um so and then Van Helsing um says like says something along the lines of that he lives in hotels and Taylor mentions that his mom makes sandwiches and his mom does everything and Van Helsing's like Oh. <laughs> yeah, they have a little bonding moment about his mom for some reason. I don't know. So, Adam and Chelsea arrive at the house. Yeah, they, they took a taxi there because their bikes are gone, and I don't know how they have money they for money. that, but that's fine. They walk into this empty, dark, echoey house, and they have to find the coffin. Um, Dimitri finally gets his car to work, um, so they take off. Uh, Adam and Chelsea find the coffin and decide to take it in exchange for mom because the vampire like needs his coffin to sleep in or else... Uh, whenever the sun rises, he'll, like, disappear. Yeah, so they try and pick it up, but obviously it's super heavy, so they can't do that. So they're trying to think of what their next option is. Adam sees the window and looks outside and sees the lake, and he's like, oh, I have an idea. He was like, let's just push it out the window and then push it down to the lake. So that's what they start doing. So, yeah, and then Van Helsing and Taylor use this, like, fire street compass to find the exact house. I don't know, so they're they- just- they end up, like, finding their way. They're just trying to, like, take up more time, I guess. Adam and Chelsea, yeah, this is only, like, 
83 minutes. Or like yeah. 93 minutes. Yeah. So they Adam finally Chelsea, push it out the yeah. window. They, uh, like, drag the coffin down to the lake as Dimitri and Mom arrive. Yeah. Um, it's, like, this tense moment where they have to, like, hide and wait for them to go inside. And then they get to, like, move it more yeah. where they need to. So they go inside. Dimitri can smell humans. He knows Adam has been there. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri finds his coffin missing. And that's when we see, like, the, the window. And he, like, shuts the curtains. And he goes, <laughs> that they always show in the commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's when Adam and Chelsea dump it into the lake. Chelsea hides as Adam calls for Dimitri. As, and he's sitting on the coffin. Yeah, he, like, gets on top of it. he sails on top of the coffin into the lake. Uh, we learned that vampires can't cross water. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, Dimitri comes down to the Except lake. Except for in their coffin. Yeah. Dimitri comes down to the lake and Adam proposes a deal. Like, I'll give you the coffin if you give me your mom. And Dimitri's like, well, I have a better idea. And he, um, knows that Chelsea was hidden the whole time. So he grabs Chelsea and, um, uh... He's like, give me my coffin back, and then you can have your sister. I'm still gonna keep your mom. And Chelsea the entire time is like, don't do it. Like, we'll find, we'll figure something out. And, like, truly, Adam holds all the cards, because he has his right. coffin. Like, he's gonna die if he doesn't have his coffin. But, right. but some... that that's also, like, ample enough time for him to kill Chelsea and mom. Yeah, so that's uh, what Dimitri says. He's like, well, you can stay here and not give me my coffin, but then you'll, like, you won't have a mom or a sister. Right, so briefly we see Van Helsing and Taylor arrive. Van Helsing tells Taylor to stay in the car with a bunch of garlic. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn that uh, Adam and Chelsea bring the coffin back in order to save Yeah, Chelsea. and somehow they're able to carry it back inside the house when yes. they couldn't carry it before. <laughs> it's fine. Um, they go back inside, Van Helsing walks in, and Dimitri tries to attack him, and he, like, flies at Van Helsing, but Van Helsing just, like, ducks. Yeah. And he... So he, like, ends up falling outside, and as he's about to fly back in, Van Helsing, like, closes the door in his face, and then he gives, um, one of the people, one of the kids, a stake, and he's like, hold this, like, this door is not gonna hold for very long. As he says that, um... Dimitri comes flying in and, like, knocks the door on top of Van Helsing. So he's, like, stuck under the door. Yeah. And Uh, so... This is when we see Taylor leave the car. And right as Dimitri is about to bite Van Helsing, Taylor just, like, taps him on the back with a stake. And he's like, hey! Yeah, well, well, during this time, Adam and Chelsea were trying to get Mom to move because, like, Malachi told them to, like, get her out. But they can't get her to move because she's stuck in the trance. So, Dimitri, uh, after Taylor taps him, Dimitri, make, like, makes, like, with his mind, like, Chelsea and Adam, like, walk toward him. Mm-hmm. Um, and during this time, they start calling for Mom to break out of her trance. They're like, Mom, wake up. Like, we're your kids. We love you. And Adam, um, Adam and Chelsea can't move, and Dimitri is about to go in for Adam's neck. But right at this point, Mom wakes up and pushes Dimitri into the coffin that Taylor and Van Helsing have opened behind him. Yeah. Van Helsing nails the coffin shut with silver nails, and it was the true love of a mother to her children that broke her out of the trance. Well, yeah, and while this is happening, like, uh, Dimitri is, like, knocking on the coffin, like, let me out, please, (laughs) Lynette, I love you, and, like, all this stuff. And then during this point, Van Helsing introduces himself to Mom, and she invites him to breakfast chocolate chip pancake well yeah and at this point the sun rises and they're like oh well it's already morning and And so they're like what are we gonna do with like this coffin or whatever yeah van helsing said they're gonna ship him back to finland i i yeah is that where like romania is close i have no idea what that was about i don't know why he's going to finland i mean i guess they were just saying that they didn't want to kill him because i was like y'all had a steak why didn't you just stake him but but that's 
fine. I guess they're just not about that. I guess. Yeah, so they have this little moment, and then I Van mean, Helsing, yeah. well, Van Helsing suggests that they have chocolate chips on their pancakes, and Mom's like, we already do that. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Yeah. Good thing we got. Yeah, so, and then Van Helsing also calls it a date, and the kids are like, Mom does a date. And then he's like, well, I'm not a vampire. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Mom. Yeah, and so. And then it ends. Well, yeah, at the end, you can also hear Dimitri's voice saying, Happy Halloween! And then he's like, Let me out! For real! I'm stuck in here! And, like, this goes on as, like, the credits roll. And he's, like, calling for mom. That's, that's, that's that. it. Yeah. Okay, um, so I had some thoughts on this because... I just wanted to say, I very much enjoyed the story of, like, this divorcee mom, like, coming to terms with herself. Like, it was never about Dimitri at all. It was just about her finding herself, and that's so amazing. And she didn't, like, fall for him just because he liked her and because she was, like, super attractive. like, out of her comfort zone. Well, yeah, and she, like, finds herself. She also, like, the moral of the story is, like, it wasn't about, like, loving a man. It was about loving herself and loving her kids, which is so nice. Um, it's, like, dating through self-doubt, learning to love yourself after change, and also, like, listen to your kids. Like, it has that little, like, plot point a little bit, because Taylor's like, hey, it's a vampire. Like, obviously, this is an exaggerated example, but, like, sometimes people don't listen to their kids, and they should. Um, for the kids, it can teach, like, don't be selfish. Like, Adam and Chelsea are monsters throughout the entire movie, but then they learn that we should love our mom and not have her die. Maybe. (laughs) Um, also, don't like trust vampires. Do, also, do your homework. Uh, another one I put, another And maybe you won't get grounded and have to, like, set your mom up with a vampire. Another takeaway I had from this movie is we heart Mr. McGuire. So, yeah. But, I was saying, I like the story of this movie a lot, and I felt like it was nice because it was, like, in the background, the main thing was, like, oh, vampires and fun. But it had this nice thing that, like, the parents watching might have gotten something nice out of it. But, because of the fucked up timeline... <laughs> I am so mad about that. What the fuck? It would not be morning. The concert was supposed to start at like 8. So you're telling me that by the time they got to his house, they did all of this stuff, it somehow became 4 a.m.? I mean, there was a lot we didn't see. I'm sure there was a lot of like just like sitting and waiting that Chelsea and Adam had to do that they weren't going to show. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. There's no way that his house was like three hours away. (laughs) It just doesn't. I have a favorite quote. Oh, yeah, I had one. I had some good ones, too. This is whenever Adam and Chelsea were looking through the personal ads, Mm -hmm. and Chelsea says, you can't email some guy you've never met, and Adam says, why not? It's not some creep in a chat room. All these guys come pre-checked by the newspaper. (laughs) Um, Whenever they are at the fair, Adam is talking to Dimitri. This is when he pulls him aside, and Mom's, like, in her trance. Adam says, I'm or he says, your mother is mine, and for some reason he says, I'm 13, and then Demetria responds, and I'm a vampire, and I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, well, that's, like, a thing throughout the whole movie. He's like, you guys are kids. I am a vampire. <laughs> well, yeah, and at the end, they, like, literally bully Dimitri into being like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna kill our eight-year-old brother? That's all you got? You're not cool. And, like, I don't know. It's pretty funny how a vampire has very low self-esteem and takes this into consideration, so. So how did you rate and rank this? Um... I did like the story, but because of the vampires, I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. I put it at number 15 under Don't Look Under the Bed and above 16, which was the under, above the 13th year. 
Yeah, so I rated this 3 out of 5. Like I said, I like really enjoyed this movie and I liked the little bit of like scariness and stuff like that. But because of the fucked up timeline, <laughs> it just really got under my skin. So I gave it a 3 out of 5, like I said. I put it at number 13. Rip Girls is above it and Quince is below it. So this is our 30th podcast. Yay. Ooh. Yeah, so this one was obviously the October movie. And next time we have Phantom of the Megaplex. <gasps> Oh my god, I loved that. I know, I'm so excited for Phantom of the Megaplex. So, stay tuned for that. Bye!